Now, if you if you could choose one horn for the rest of your life, would it be a reggae horn or an air horn or a Keith Van horn? There's a third one in there. <laughs> or a Matterhorn or a... <laughs> yeah, that's a, a, a well, obviously Keith Van Horn because the knee high socks. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know. Like, oh man, maybe I would do like a tugboat that the wah, wah, <laughs> you know, like horn. something like that. A foghorn. So fog you, horn, can, you. you can also do a foghorn leghorn as well. So there's a lot of horns that you can choose from. Foghorn arm horn did not work as well, right? Like that was too like high pitch. (laughs) Yeah, it was. That was like when you put your your hand inside your armpit and you just kind of like making the fart sounds. Yeah, is that what an arm horn is? I forgot about that. You're right. And welcome to the Retrograde Podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not we can still talk about Dark Souls. Oh, shit. Ah, oh, damn it. God, you really, you, you suckered me. You like booby trapped me into that one. Yeah. I, uh, I'm Andrew Bascom. Very upset. I'm a very upset Andrew Bascom. Mikey, the man who gets to talk about his favorite video game franchise. Once again, Aaron Worth. thank you so much for bearing with you us so for that full month of not talking about dark souls. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what kind of host a self-proclaimed fan of video games would cancel out the possibility of us talking about potentially the greatest video game franchise of all time. Speaking of cancel culture, let's cancel Andrew Bascom who forced that crazy task. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch your words. Watch your words. No, no, no. I am. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm good. We were just talking about, we weren't talking about, excuse me, a very awful uh, video game franchise. And if it was so good, Mikey would have talked about it, but um, he didn't. So, you know, uh yeah I, I love that you also spent so much time thinking i gotta drop the dark souls thing that you didn't give any thought into your nickname so when it came around to it you're like and mikey hmm, uh man <laughs> for dark souls? yeah i kind of just recycled the old uh uh name that i used in the beginning of this month when i said my kind talk about dark souls <laughs> <laughs> smooth just rolls right off the tongue beautiful you know what's weird Uh, is i didn't mean to use an accent at that time it just you can't you can't transition without having some weird accent come up on your voice when you do that try it say mike i cannot talk about dark souls aaron say you say it's your turn no mikey you're creating words yeah i i don't think it you're like wow it doesn't sound like a queen's english accent no i can't imagine it would (laughs) because it's not an english word um but yeah, oh, Mikey, Mikey, I hope you're doing okay. I hope all the D-pads are doing okay right there in the uh, hellscape that we currently live in. But mm. we're here to talk about retro video games. Uh, Mikey, are you playing anything fun right now? Are you doing anything fun? Tell me something fun right now. You know what? I am doing something fun right now. And take a guess what that is. Talking about Dark Souls? I'm recording a podcast uh, with my good old buddy, Andy. Yeah. Little baby Andy sitting over What's there with up? him cute little microphone Mm, reminds me of his cute little face and i'm sitting here big boy mikey got the microphone in his hands and he's just ready to rock and roll and take little baby dinky andy under his wing on a journey show him the ropes and maybe someday little dinky andy will stop looking up to mikey I don't know where this is coming from that you now it's like big boy Mikey and baby dinky Andy. I don't, I do not. I tell you something. I do not appreciate that. I don't like it. And I wish it to stop. 
that's spoken like some like a true immature baby dinky and <laughs> just can't accept his lot in life mommy why can't i go to the store and buy a sugar pop i'll tell you why dinky andy because you just ain't grown up yet like your Whoa, big brother can I, Mikey. can I go by dinky andy not little dinky andy dinky andy i'm okay with i don't know as long as it's not like adding a little like add add into there like i don't know you may be able to go as Andy Dinky, which is which is like Andy Dick's alter ego. I don't know if you're going <laughs> to like that or not. I I will not be allowed in most LA establishments. Can I make a reservation <laughs> for Andy Dinky? No. It's like, you know, a bunch of checks with his name on it. Like, do not accept. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I am actually, uh, to, to answer your question, realistically mm. and, and honestly and earnestly uh, in a way that I owe to the D-pads who have come to expect such journalistic integrity from me. Oh, I fuck. am playing. I am playing. I like this new role that I've taken on. <laughs> I am playing a new game. Um, it's uh, it's not a new game, but it's a new game to me. It's the Witcher Fox 3. Simulator? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Witcher 3. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so you, Andrew, I don't know. I guess we can announce this to uh, to the D-pads that you and yeah. I are planning uh, uh, probably a bonus episode on which we yes. kind of break down the Witcher season one, right? Yeah, we're going to talk about the Witcher TV show. We think it's only fair that, uh, to be honest, in a lot of ways, we want to talk about more video game properties that extend to past video games. And it felt really of the moment to talk about a show that just came out about a video game. Yeah, Witcher. yeah. It's so, it. I mean, it, what, I guess at this point it would have come out a couple months ago, but yeah. I tried it when it first came out. We don't need to get into it too much right now, okay. but I, I was watching the first episode. I didn't think it was great. I was watching the second episode and it, it kind of like, really started to relate a little bit more to the Witcher universe. And I was like, okay, like I'm kind of into this. And then the at a certain point, yeah, the Witcher verse, of the course. WVU. Yeah. The WVU, um, um, which can stand for so many different things. Um, uh, uh, WCU. Sorry. I don't know what I'm doing here. Witcher cinematic. Oh, universe. yeah. WVU is the, the, uh, Witches vaginal underground and we don't oh, need I to talk it was about West that. Virginia university, <laughs> <laughs> which I think it is. Go Mountaineers. Which is where I learned about the witch's vaginal underground. So I mean, yeah, you took you took an undergrad course. I think it was your minor, wasn't it? It was my minor. Uh, yeah. I was a minor as well, so everything was censored oh. to me, uh, which which made the learning a little bit more yeah. difficult than it. I really was. hate that they don't fully teach minors, you know, everything because they're down there, they're getting gold, they're getting platinum for us, and they don't 100%. teach them the full thing. And I just think that's really unfair. Yeah, they yeah. kind of limit and they. What they do teach them, though, are the names of the seven dwarfs because they have to. I mean, that's where they get all their inspiration okay. from. Yeah. 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 Which one your favorite? What's your favorite dwarf? That is I, like, I know that that's kind of just like a, you're tossing that out there, but that's a very good question. Um, I think it says and, a lot about who you are. Yeah. And we'll get back to the Witcher stuff in a little bit, but we have to take this little decourse here because I'm I'm into it. Um, honestly, I think my favorite dwarf, and it's not because I relate to him. But it's dopey. I like dopey. Well, I think that's naturally. I think it's between three dwarves. I think you'll see most of the answers from. And dopey is definitely one of them because he's yeah. adorable. And like you want to like, I think, yeah, like you want to look after him. And like, well, oh, he like taught me he taught me how to uh, prevent a sneeze from coming out. And that's simply by putting your finger under your nose. And it's worked gangbusters in this era of COVID-19. I'm surprised mm, I don't see mm. more people walking around with their fingers under their nose to prevent the yeah. spread. I have seen people in long green frocks and, and yeah. cone hats. Yes. That's, I think that's like a reminder of like, Hey, don't forget finger under the nose. 
That's Which true. And like, I, isn't it to like look into the light? Isn't that also something that looking that's up to make you it? sneeze? That's to make you oh, sneeze. Oh, oh boy. So, oh, don't, that, don't listen it. to my advice. That Andrew, is oh my not, God. Don't what have you done? I think there's oh going to be a lot God. of people out there sneezing right onto their computers right now, and they have one person to blame for it, and that person is Lil Dinky uh, Andy. Hey, okay, cut that shit out. But I, <laughs> I think a lot of people are walking down the streets, just eyes in the air, bumping into <laughs> each other. It's the opposite of old cell phone culture, because that's in the old generation. Yeah, I was going to um, say, it's about time people looked up for once in their lives and noticed something <laughs> other than the little screen in their pocket. I know, and recognized... The one true Lord, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> this is where we reveal. This is the ultimate reveal. This is a religious podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And back to Witcher and Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, when we're ta- on our last episode, when we were talking about eating dad's ass, we were talking about yes. eating the the father's ass as a form of like uh, the body of Christ. That's kind of what well, we're and, talking and about. And when you eat the fu- eat God's ass, you're actually eating three people's asses at once, which is a real like efficient way of eating ass. <laughs> Isn't that kind of like human centipede? <laughs> it really is i no one has ever talked about when you're ass eating god it's kind of like the original human centipede someone should ask that i'm gonna say german director uh what he was thinking <laughs> when he came up with that uh he was thinking about the father the son the holy spirit uh um, and, and how tasty their assholes would be by the way father's day is coming up just heads up yep that's our make sure that's how that's our that's sponsor content for Father's Day. Um, so, Andrew, your favorite uh, uh, of the seven dwarfs. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I, I think I relate a lot to Doc. Uh, I like I think, that pick. Yeah, I, I feel like a real Doc uh, in my life. Of, uh, <laughs> of the, that, that sounds like such an odd sentence, and it was not meant as a joke. I, I am a real Doc of, in <laughs> the people in my life, to the dopies and sneezies. Um, I can think of happy. What are the other three? Sleepy. Uh, sleepy. Yeah. Uh, grumpy. Grumpy. DJ Dozy. Grump, former guest. DJ Grump. Dozy. No, that's sleepy. <laughs> hmm. Huh. If you know, please call us in the next hour while we're recording this episode. Because we've um, lost all concept of how we're supposed to look up information like this. We don't know no. how. Just, you guys have to tweet it at us. Uh, and I, make sure you tweet it at us before we recognize the answer ourselves. Um, like you did with the Werner Herzog episode before we got yeah, to the end of it. Yeah, that's great. I'm so low on iron and vitamin D, I can't even lift my fingers to go Google something. So, uh, um, being, so we, yeah. we we started talking about the uh, the the uh, the Witcher. seven dwarfs uh, because yeah. we were talking about the Witcher. Um, okay. So I was thinking during that second episode, I was like, "This is good because it's relating to the Witcher universe." Why don't mm. I just go play the Witcher games? Like we're going to, I'm going to spend so much time watching the show. So now I'm kind of playing them in tandem. I finally booted it back up. I got the Witcher for the Nintendo switch. I had it. I got it a while ago, knowing that I was going to kind of play through it this uh, summer. It's a little bit janky playing it on the N- Nintendo switch. It's a big, uh, beautiful, powerful game. And that system kind of chugs a little bit when it's trying yeah. to, to handle it. But it feels so Does good. Does it get really hot in your hands? <laughs> it gets very hot in my hands. Uh, and like we said in last week's episode, you can use anything as a sex toy if you get creative. So once it heats up, absolutely, absolutely. then I got to keep up with it, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, ab- absolutely. Because I don't want to be a little dinky Andrew here. So I'm just going to go with 
Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Brosif. <laughs> I learned um, about it. Oh, speaking of bros in Brosif. I know. We're definitely talking about that soon. Um, yeah, The Witcher is really funny because I, I, I am going to watch a TV show this week uh, because we are going to play, because we're going to talk about it on the episode. Uh, but I, as I remember, I played The Witcher 3, and that's the only Witcher I played in the series, and I did not finish it. But I got, like, like legitimately 40 hours in, so yeah. I feel very confident in my ability to speak about it. Yeah. And I just... I want to talk about this other game I'm playing soon because it's going to be a little segue here, but the, the the acting and the voice acting and the characters are so stone-like and just like dead at all times. Henry Cavill is the perfect actor oh. for this. Like, oh, you incredible. like him? You like him for that, eh? Well, no, I I don't like. I don't think he's a tremendous actor. I think he's uh, a, just a hunk of sex, and yeah. I think that's like just a slab of pure sexual energy and he's so, beefy dude he's he's a oh, big hunk of beef. I do, oh my goodness just just take that sizzling hot switch and put exactly where i want it because <laughs> i i i don't think he's a great actor though so i think i think he's kind of perfect for what's his name gerbalt gerbalt or Ger- whatever Ger- the main character Geralt, the Geralt of Rivia. um Geralt, Geralt, thank you i was circling it i think it's so perfect because he could just go to go like oh okay I'll go over there now. Like, oh, great. Awesome. Nailed it. Yeah. Now, just one take. Here he we does, go. As much as I um, don't love him as the Witcher, he does uh, uh, act very similar to the voice actor in the Witcher video games. Like it's, okay, it is so like he's you very stony and, uh, but there's something about his look. Like he's too, he's too hunky. Like the Witcher isn't like a hunky baby. I don't know. Is he, is he supposed no. to be a hunky boy? No, I don't think so. I think everyone's kind of good looking in that series though. Like I think yeah. like he meets princesses in, in towers that haven't seen anyone in 30 years and they come out just like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I think everyone, is, if there's like a real <laughs> bubbling sexual energy just under the surface of that game at any one opportunity. Um, yeah. You never know when you're going to see a boob or so. No, I know. So speaking of that, I want to talk about a game I'm playing right now, Mikey. Interesting. Uh, is it on your uh, HPC Vive? It is. Not, no, it's not on my HPC Vive. Um, is it, I I downloaded and am playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, the newest interesting. Uh, in you know uh, newest chapter in the Assassin's Creed. I don't know. I don't know what to call a 24 part series, but something it's, like that. It's the Creediverse. Uh, <laughs> the Creediverse, the the Creed CU with Michael Fassbender, obviously. Um, so I, I, there's a lot of things I want to say about this. Most importantly, it is kind of the perfect game for what I need right now, where I'm stuck yeah. at home and kind of looking for adventure that's kind of low stakes. Um, I can drift in and out of the story because it's kind of so broad. Um, I love it's it's set in um, you know more of a Greek history. There's a lot of yeah. mythology involved as well. I love that time. You're pretty much you're you're a Spartan. Pretty much the opening of the the game is just 300. Um, oh, nice. I'm I'm shocked Snyder hasn't sued them. Like it's it's down to the smallest things where you're like, well, that's not historical. Like them yeah. just going like, uh, come on, Spartans, who? And everyone's like, who? And one of the moves you could do is the legendary kick, which is you just oh, front kicking somebody. Amazing. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, so there's like a lot in, in, and what I really loved black flag and, um, and it really takes off a lot of parts of that where, you know, it just continues the open world. You can get on a horse, you can get on a boat, you can, you know, all this kind of, you could travel town to town. Each town has a leader. Like there are stuff where I really like about that. And, uh, cause you can, 
what I like about like Madden or NBA is I can pick up a game, put down a game after it's done and go, I don't have to think about it anymore. It's the right. same thing with this. I can pick it up and go, I'm going to try that castle. And then I finish the castle and I go, okay, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Two things I want to talk about though. <laughs> the acting is sure, just sure. hilariously bad. It's a beautiful game. There's a lot going on and it's huge. It's bigger than Red Dead. And let me talk about Red Dead in a second, but um, Whoa, it's huge. bigger than Red and Dead. <laughs> oh, I really think so. It is gigantic and a lot of it's water. So like you're, you're traveling by boat, which. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Bit. Yeah. 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 Um, I like the boat travel in those games though, but I did too. I did too. I actually think it was more successful in black flag for some reason. I think having bigger boats left you, uh, you know, left the, the controls of the boat being very, you know, bad was okay yeah. because you're like oh it's a huge boat so it takes time to right. speed up and slow down and right turn right and right like where now that these boats are small and like powered by humans you're kind of like oh wait what we just have oars in the water why aren't we just right. like wait what a second um so it but the acting is just so bad like it cuts to these like kind of quasi cut scenes so the the graphics just get a little bit better and this is where like they're making an assassin's creed game but it's modern and you just, you can't cut the two where they like talk about the gods and the praise be the gods. And they throw in Greek every once in a while, like a Greek word here and there to, I don't know, make it feel authentic. But then he'll end things with like, <laughs> I don't know, what do you think? And you're like, what the hell? That's not what? You know, like, you're like, <laughs> you're like little stuff like that. And the other one too is just like, just like the Witcher. The main character is just kind of too good looking where you're like, oh. what is he? You know, like, why did you also have to make him like a GQ model? I just don't get that part either. Well, I mean, how much of the, I, I like I don't feel like the Assassin's Creed franchise was ever about its writing necessarily. I never even thought it was about the story, but apparently people really do like the story in those I, games. Yes, I was going to say it, you don't think that I don't think that. But you know who thinks that Assassin's Creed thinks it's about the writing? Because like <laughs> I think after the second or third one, there was like a story about aliens or kind of how now controlling it or something like and that's when I kind of like just checked out of the Assassin's Creed franchise and only to pick it up with Black Flag. Um, and so I was like, I do not care about this like major huge storyline and like a company that is making you do this, like kind of yeah. like a total recall type situation. Right, right. Um, but the other one too is I, I can't stop thinking about Red Dead because uh, there is, uh, you get a horse uh, to travel within these islands, you know, like, cause it's Greece and you can travel within these islands and, and mainlands and stuff like that. And no matter where you are, no matter what island you're on, the horse is just kind of like, you can whistle and it's there beside you and do I seconds. love that. I fucking love that. Red Absolutely. Dead should have that. Reddit, what are you talking about? Does have that, but I'm just saying is no, no, because your horse can be too far away and it won't come to you. Well, if you leave it on the top of a cliff or something like that. Yeah. But Which like, I if, always do, I don't want to <laughs> climb down on my horse. I want to punish it for being a bad boy. I named my horse, little dinky Andy, and he misbehaved oh, what the all fuck? the time. Dude. <sighs> okay. But what I will say is riding a horse in this game makes you miss Red Dead Redemption. You're just kind oh. of like, it's like a, like a jetpack or something. Like it's kind of like just floating. <laughs> like it, it also like, whereas I, you know, in Red Dead 2, I would always like kind of hate my horse for getting me in trouble and say Denis running over pedestrians and stuff like that. This horse is actively trying to find living things to kill. <laughs> like it's swerving out of the way to kill a pig and then goes the other way to kill like a child. And then everyone's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like riding behind them, like dragging a young child, you know, do you get, out. Do you like, get in trouble? Do you get in trouble when it kills like townsfolk? Uh, well, yeah, get some. They're not happy about it, Mikey. You know, it's it's like, it's and so like it's just one of those ones where I'm really glad I'm playing it. I'm super gonna enjoy it, and I'm gonna beat it. I'm gonna beat it in like two weeks, and because uh, I got time on my hands. Yeah, and but it does make you realize 
you know, which is kind of apropos to this podcast, the levels in which gaming exists. And it's like, this is a very good, fun game. It's not a great game. And sure, you can sure, just, sure. and it's always in the fine touches. It's beautiful. It's fun. All this kind of stuff we talk about in this podcast, but it's just not a classic. And, and, and there are very clear reasons why, you know, the scope is huge and oh, it's right. so much fun stuff like that. But it just, when it, when it doesn't handle great all the time, it's just like, oh, right. It takes you right out of it and go like, oh yeah, right. This is why these games aren't like the best. <laughs> yeah. Know? You and I talk about the Assassin's Creed franchise a lot on this podcast, actually, or we yeah. used to talk about it a lot more. We used to mock uh, it a lot. <laughs> we used to. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm happy you got it. Cause I remember back when we talked about Odyssey specifically, you were like, yeah, I think I'm going to get this game. Like, yeah. so it's been a long time that it's been kind of on your radar. Um, my question to you would be this. I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag. Um, me neither. And I, I enjoyed parts of Black Flag. For those of you who haven't been listening for long enough to have heard me talk about why I stopped playing those games, it's essentially because there is so much to do in those games. And if, yeah. you, if, you're, if you're keeping tabs on the games that I like and the games that I don't like, it's fine if you have a lot of things to do in a game as long as those things are fun and they're not just boxes to check and i really feel that assassin's creed after a certain amount of time gets to be about checking those boxes it was the 20th time i was going on a bell diving mission to get some some dis like new artifact for my ship that was purely aesthetic and i was asking myself am i doing this because i enjoy it or am i doing this because i need to see that percentage meter go up a little bit um yeah. Now, when you play these games, are you playing it in the same way or are you playing it like you described your player two playing Red Dead? You kind of just like do it organically. Whatever comes, that's what you're doing. You're not going out of your way to check a box um, or, or are you only focused on main story or like what, what's your goal when you're playing these? Well, you know what? I think it really depends on the time in your life. And like now that I have time, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. That's close. What's this? You know, like and I just yeah, yeah. kind of get over there. What, by the way, it does a really bad job of kind of identifying what certain missions are. And so like, I'll see a little diamond, which is like a untracked mission. Like it's like, yeah. you could do this mission if you want. And, and I'll get over there and then a guy will turn around and go, Hey, what are you doing here? And I'm like, Oh, I'm supposed to be hiding from these guys. Oh, like constantly. True, true, true. Whereas yeah. like other times I have to, I have to go up and talk to somebody and start the mission. And so it's like, they do a really bad job of labeling, labeling that. But okay, to get back to the point though, is in the, right now that I have time, I'm just kind of going with whatever's close, you know, right. and uh, exploring the world and really building up my character and like getting all like my new garments and my new swords and stuff like yeah. that. And that's kind of fun. Um, by the way, a really small thing that I really liked about Odyssey, which also the reason I bought it was because it's on a 85% discount right now. So, Whoa. Uh, so what, yeah, what, so just, what did you pay for it then? Like, like 15 bucks, 20 bucks? Yeah. 1599 something like that something Damn, like that? i honestly i may download it because that would sucks because i i really want to get to the witcher the, I, the witcher 2 is one mm. of my favorite games of all time and for some reason i just never got into the witcher 3 but there is the, like you you nailed it on the head when you talk about um th this game being very very fun but not necessarily in the annals of the best games of all time there are all, there are absolutely yeah. people who will take you to task for saying that but i agree with you 100 percent um, but, yeah, but I, I, I yeah. like that, that escape that, that just like, I love a Greco Roman history. So, and yeah. I, just like, I love my, my Renaissance and Italian history as well. Mm -hmm. So playing, playing Assassin's Creed in that era was 
almost about nerdgasms more than it was playing the the games themselves. You're like, oh, Da Vinci's my friend. He's designing shit for me. That's cool. And I'd <laughs> yeah. love to see that, especially if the gods are invoked in this Greco-Roman era Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I might give it a shot. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure you'll to be to be too crazy for it. I think it's just like great fodder content for me right now, and it's yeah. kind of fun enough that I can stay with it. I will say just one small thing too. I really do love like costume building and all that kind of looting. There's so much yeah. looting in this game. It's absurd. Um, but what they've done really well is instead of like you dressing and having a sword and, you know, I think you have like a, you, you have wrist piece, you have your helmet, your chest, your waist and your shoes, like all these different pieces. Right. And instead of just choosing the best of each category and looking like a clown, because yeah. there are nine different pieces that you could change the look of them to previous um, attires you've acquired, but it holds the same strength. So you can kind of create oh. little outfits that like, which I kind of like, so I don't look like a clown show. I can have like my bull helmets and like gold plate and stuff like that. So as, really as, long, nice touch. as long as you've acquired a piece of armor or yes. a helmet or boots or whatever it is, you can use that aesthetic and have the attributes of another piece of yeah. armor put onto that. That's such a good idea. That's such a I know. good idea. I know. I think they realize like vanity is a huge, um, you know, like, you know, reason why we continue to play these games and like, yeah. so it, it kind of, it really, I don't know. It really works. And you have like many different types of weapons. I, I, I really, it's fun. It's going to go down as like a, if I had to do like a retrograde thing, it might be like a three or three and a half, but it's definitely not a four. You know? Yeah. You know what? It's, it's funny though. Uh, you talk about how you end up looking like a clown sometimes when you, and we're not talking yeah. about Andrew's real life anymore, um, which would apply potentially. Uh, but not, did I not do something to you? Like, did what is going on? Did you know I, it's weird? Did I you know it's weird? Did I cost you? Right when I was saying that, I was like, I'm being pretty hard on Andrew right now. I'm like, I hope he doesn't take it the wrong do way. Do I owe you money or what is going on here? Yeah, I think so. no, you know what happened is I've been really thinking about that Jackbox episode we did and how I fucking yeah. mopped the floor with you guys. You and it's really getting to my head. It's really getting to my head. Um too bad you no, didn't but, win the last one. Yeah, yeah, the only one that mattered. Um, but I was thinking <laughs> the one we liked. I, I was thinking about uh, um, uh, another game that I absolutely love that does not have that ability to right. assign attributes to different aesthetics in in armor. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And armor is very apparent, and it's it's uh, in the online portion is like a, a sign of what type of character you are. Uh, is Dark Souls? This is a fantastic game. I'm not sure if you have heard about it, but in Dark Souls oh, two. I uh, I was so focused on like min maxing my character's stats because I had so much uh, I needed so much help. I was not very good at the game back then, and my character ended up I had a a merchant like I, I something like a merchant's garb, which would give me a bit of luck, and it was like an artist's hat, like a mime would wear with a monocle. So that was on my head. I had Jester's <laughs> shorts, which were like ballooned yeah. out and buffeted like Warren uh -huh. and I had a, and then yeah, the armor awesome. was like this, this like metal with fur collar kind of thing. I looked and I had a scythe as a weapon. I was the most oh, nice. absurd character, but it ended yeah. up giving my character this unique place in the world. That was so different than anything else you could ever see anywhere else. And that part of it, I actually kind of do appreciate because I have such a vivid visceral memory of what I looked like then only out of necessity, as opposed to what yeah. I wanted to look like. So there's, there's benefits to both. 
Oh, I, I totally get that. You should not get what you want as a gamer. Like it just because yeah. because now I'm spoiled. Like I pick stuff up and I'm like, I found my look. Like you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a Spartan with like a like a bronze head. You know, like I you know I think the only difference is you can't do that with weapons. And so like you can have staffs or like big hammers or a sword or daggers. And you can already got one, one of those, baby. Big hammer. Oh, you said it, not me. Uh, I don't know. I was. Uh, <laughs> I like comparing your phallus to a hammer. Yeah, because uh, yeah. everything looks like a nail, I guess, or something like my, that. Mine looks more go. like an army, uh, army hammer. Oh, really? Yeah, it's got I, his likeness like nothing else. It's crazy. <laughs> and Timothy Shalomit's all over it for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, I thought it was giving an army hammer because because there's two of them, and you call them the the <laughs> Winklevosses. Yeah, and, the Winklevoss. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's my testicles, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, both named Army Hammer. Uh, yeah, I, don't tinkle yeah, the vinkle. I, I, I'm playing... Yeah. By the way, they've they've uh, found their way back into the internet with some ridiculous, stupid takes about um, fact checking and personal security and stuff like that. Uh-oh. And it just makes you realize you're like you're like, well, okay, which one is the smart one? Like, because uh, <laughs> that one, like, <laughs> oh, there's a reason why you got a great idea just stolen at a broad daylight because you're a moron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I don't know. It's fine. I'll keep keep you up with that. I probably by the time we record the next week, I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Know, but, but look, uh, for 15 to $18, it's pretty easy to get what you need out of that, right? Oh, And at absolutely. least at least it got you to put down Madden for a little while. That's what you've been you've been looking to do. So that's Thank good. I, God. I haven't had so much luck uh, putting down overwatch as as you will be uh expecting wow. I, I would Year assume but it's the, <laughs> it's the anniversary uh uh edition or or the 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 event right now which is great because you can get all the skins that you never got earlier um so I'm, I'm i'm always gonna play that a little bit i think i did i mention on the podcast last week i can't remember that i played with fewy 500 the streamer he was uh on the opposite team and I made a play to win the game, and uh, he hated me on his stream, and it was great. Can you explain who Fuey500 is? Fuey500 is a streamer of Overwatch. Um, he's not the most famous one, but famous enough that I recognized him. I was just more surprised that there was someone in my game. In Overwatch, if you've played a lot, you get these crazy borders around your, your avatar's image or, or your character's image, and it yeah. essentially shows you've got X number of hours on it. Uh, because you've racked up a certain number of points and he had the max that you could get and his name was Fuey 500 and I was like I'm pretty sure I recognize that from somewhere so I, sw- I I checked on switch and it wasn't a fake account it was actually him so I was uh I was pretty excited to actually play that it, it felt like this weird brush with fame where I was like that is kind of one of the coolest things about the state of gaming and esports is imagine you could just show up to a rink at a like a hockey rink at a certain point and expect that Mitch Marner would be there and you're like, Oh, yeah. cool. I just, he's, I'm playing with him. I'm in his game right now. Like that's the, yeah. it's the only real sport. And I'll put that in quotes if you want that you can, you can interact with the, and I'll put this in quotes, athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're talking about quotation E on end quotation, start quotation, <laughs> sports end quotation. Um, yeah, that is pretty cool. Like I, 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 self-admittedly know nothing about twitch i really have spent zero little time there except seeing former guest dj grump doing his sets on twitch um, Oh, those are great yeah they're awesome we that's our like friday night tradition now we just have drinks and listen to grump what is it um, grump loves you is it 
Grump loves Grump you. Loves. Yes, Grump yeah. loves you at uh, on Twitch. Uh, he does a couple sets a week, but the big one is Susio, the the radio program that he was here to promote, um, and that's on Friday nights, I believe, at eight o'clock or seven o'clock. So check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't have any experience with Twitch, and like, I don't, I really have trouble watching other people play video games, and I completely understand this is going to be eventually a generational thing where just like people grew up watching YouTube videos of people watching playing video games, and that's something I didn't do, and so therefore I feel this weird disconnect. But yeah. I know, I know, I'm wrong. I know the world's going another way. That's not me. So like, yeah, I, I just want to make that incredibly clear. I don't know that it's right or wrong necessarily. I, I just think there's, there's like, I, I love, I love, I like, I can't say it enough. I love video games. I fucking love them so much, but Mikey, my love, I think that's pretty my, clear. <laughs> my love for video games yeah. has, has been, uh, surpassed by my need to do other things in life. Like, work a bunch of hours and 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 i'm exhausted when i get make home. a living yeah make a living um and that's not to say that you 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 can't balance both but in whatever i've decided to do in my my life and my extracurriculars i don't have as much time for gaming and sometimes yeah. when i do have time i i'm too exhausted to to mentally focus on something like playing overwatch and it's it's Maybe similar to why some people would prefer to watch hockey on TV as opposed to go out and play road hockey. That extra added step is sometimes like it's it's a bit much. I just want to turn my brain off and watch someone do what I want to be doing really well. So like mm-hmm. I have that I have that um, bone in me that that kind of resonates with that. But I totally yeah. understand why someone wouldn't. Um, yeah. You're born with an extra bone. Yeah. No, I, I, I got I got the point of what you're yeah. saying. Um, it looks like Army Hammer. Oh really? Yeah, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's very good looking, especially in the the man uh, the man from Uncle. Uncle, thank you very much. God, yeah. that took me a second. I I genuinely was looking up that movie. Not bad. It really it is isn't bad. So underrated. It got Crazy. passed over. Yeah. It's got the Witcher himself, Henry Cavill, in it as well. Two hunks just just eating up the two scenery. hunks. <laughs> oh my god! Two just like stone cold foxes looking great. What what else do you want from your movies? You you goddamn like hipsters! Come uh, on, two just, hunks just, just acting on a, screen. Come on, a bunch of hunks interacting with each other, loving each other a little bit, play fighting. One more. What am it's I like, asking for here? It's like every action movie that came out in the eighties, more or less, yeah. just a bunch of strong hunks. And that actually is what the game we're going to be talking about today pays homage to all throughout. We're talking about bro force babies i almost bro blanked force. on the name holy shit that was that was spooky legitimately almost forgot are you the okay name i think so i think i'm okay now but i wasn't just in that moment spooky scary so uh this is this is another one of those cases this it's kind of a special episode which we've been doing a lot of because of the circumstances we find ourselves in we prefer co-op games but co-op mm-hmm. games often didn't exist before 2007 which is our traditional cutout to go review retro uh, games yeah. if you're new to the podcast first of all welcome our tip Typical thing we do hey, is take a look at games that we played growing up and uh, review them back as we remember them, then take a little bit of a break and play them and then review them as they stand in the modern day. Uh, this is another one of those cases where it's not quite a retro game, but it has a lot of its roots steeped in retro games and just 80s in general. It's a game that mm-hmm. I've played that Andrew hasn't played, so we're calling this one uh, another one of our tour guide episodes. Um, this is a game, Andrew, that I've talked about a bunch on this podcast. I know you may not be too, too familiar with it, but I really, really think you're going to take to it. Um, and okay. I, I don't. I just want to ask off the bat, do you have any familiarity with what it is or what you're going to expect? Well, I know it's a side-scroller, and I know it's a shooter, yeah. 
But yes. after that, no. I've seen the cover art uh, because I downloaded it earlier. Um, and it looks very, uh, what it like predator esque, you know, like big beefed up, uh, pixelated, uh, gentleman. Yeah. So in, in, in invoking the predator, um, which is something is very dangerous to do. I don't know that you want to invoke the predator. It's like saying Beetlejuice three times. You don't want to oh say my it. God. More yeah. Yeah. It's very scary. He will show up Queen and he Mary or, or Babadook. Careful how many times you say those words, Andrew. Oh my God. Absolutely. His job is to kill people. That's his job. <laughs> I don't want that wrath here. And uh, obviously, uh, Jesse, the body Ventura's job is to save us from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was usurped by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I just don't agree with that. I think he should have been the one to save and the day. Carl in that movie. Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah, uh, as well. A people, yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting that you bring up the Predator because this game is so much a love letter to the 80s and 80s action movies and 90s and 90s action movies um, that it actually all the characters that you play as are references to these movies that we know and love so the game is kind of it's it it is like you said it's a traditional side-scrolling shooter game the reason we're doing it now is because last week we did metal slug and i kept on talking about how metal slug just does not compare to a game like bro force which exists now and is just as accessible as something like metal slug um but over the course of you making it from left to right on this this fearsome journey through bro force you you save prisoners of war, not unlike metal slug, but the more prisoners of war you save, the more likely you are to unlock a new playable character. And each playable character you unlock ends up being a, uh, an homage to an action star. So I'm going to, I'm going to go through the list here and tell you the names of each of the characters. There are a lot of them. Some of them are great. They're, They're all a play on the word bro. And some are just, absolutely garbage but i think that's kind of the point um so we're gonna start off the first playable character is uh is rambro which is obviously a play on john rambo yeah. um you have bromando which is uh commando. from the movie commando there you go yeah all actually right. let's do this let's, let's see if you can get all of them oh okay, okay. ba bro uh ba Brackus from the a team you are correct brodel walker is that uh, Chuck Norris? Yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger, oh, baby. Oh, okay. Um, you have a character. Name. This one's a little bit tricky. The character's name is not uh, the same as the character's name, but it's a reference to the character. Uh, this okay. character is is Brohard. Like Die Hard? Like John McClane? Yeah, baby. You got a John oh, McClane character. Brohard. Oh, boy. You have McBrover. Is that MacGyver? Yeah, baby. Or MacGyver, depending on which one you like. Well, I think so. These are getting sloppier. I I just want to say they're inserting. (laughs) Like, Rambro, you're like, well, that, okay. Yeah, they added a letter. Command Bro, okay. Brohard? The hell? Wait until you hear this next one. It's It doesn't even have the word bro in it, and you're probably not going to get it. It's it's Braid. Braid? Yeah. Uh, well, obviously the movie Brave, the Pixar movie about the Scottish warrior. <laughs> yes, yes, that's who it is. No, oh, um, it is. I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Okay, this this uh, um, um, playable character uh, got caught for tax evasion. Uh, Richard Hatch, the first winner of Survivor. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you just trick that. everyone. He's and naked. Make fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he got caught for tax evasion. Oh, Wesley Snipes. Oh, uh, Blade. Yeah, blade, braid. Well, the one there braid. You go. Okay, I'm not sure. like bro aid. Oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, cool. Bro aid is when you're broing too hard and you need to get electrolytes in your system. <laughs> <laughs> or if your best friend gets cut and you got to use your own hand to stop the bleeding, you're a bro aid. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, thanks, this, thanks next, that one. <laughs> this next one is a uh, bro dread. Is it judge dread? Unfortunately, oh, you are correct. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You got bro in black, which actually kind of does make sense. Men in black. Yes, sir. Um, snake bro. These movies are all over the place. Oh, this is escape from New York, but or yeah. LA too. Um, How about this one? The brominator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger as T. Yes, sir. 2000 or whatever. Yeah, T1000. This one is very good. Uh, Brobocop. Yeah, Brobocop. Wonderful. Robocop set based in Detroit. That's correct, Andrew. It is Robocop. I'm kicking ass. What about, what about Indiana Brones? <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like Bones, which is good because that's what Indiana Jones studies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've yeah. got uh, Ash, Ash Broliums. Oh, from Evil Dead. Yes, sir. Okay, that uh, I didn't you, mind. You have uh, Mr. Anderbro, which is a weird choice even of characters to have in this game. From The Matrix? From The Matrix, Mr. Anderson. Oh, it's Mr. Anderbro. Wow. That's the character you want to be? Uh, apparently. Um, yeah. Now, keep in mind, as you unlock each of these characters, Not they Brophius? basically- No, it could have been Brophius. That would have been a lot better. Or Nebro. Thank you. Yeah. What's it? What was yours? Nebro. Broyo. No, Nebro. Nebro. That's, like that's your final answer on that one? That's, <laughs> you want to punch it up and uh, get back on Monday? <laughs> um, this one I like. Oh, yeah, sorry. As I was saying, each of these unlocks that you get actually kind of serve as an extra life. So if you you keep oh. building up to them, and then it'll, as as they die, you you get closer to, to game over. Um, you have uh, the Boondock Bros. Okay, yeah, great. Boondock Nates. Uh, do uh, I they, even need to say it or no? <laughs> nope. Um, you got Brochetti which is just kind of a fun oh, one. Oh, Machete. Oh, nice. From Trejo, yeah. Here's another well-named one, Bronin okay. the Barbarian. Oh, that is a good one. Okay, great. I like to think of it, obviously, as a rock franchise, not a sports Yeah, no, yep. of, of, which which it is, which it is. Yes, um, of course. Ellen Ripbro, which isn't a great name, but... No, but I'm one? glad they're doing Ellen Ripley from, uh, from yes. the Alien franchise. Time Bro, which is cool. Time Bro? Like yeah. Time Cop? Exactly like, like Time Cop. <laughs> What about Broniversal Soldier? Oh, wow. Jean-Claude Van Damme's Universal Soldier. I love that movie. Uh, what about Colonel James Broddock? This one, I didn't I, even, I don't even know who this is. Colonel James Broddock. I actually don't know. What's that one from? It's James Braddock from Missing in Action. And I don't even know what that movie is. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen that movie, Mikey. This one, this next one you may not get. It's Cherry Broling from Planet Terror. Oh, the woman wow. with the, the gun on her leg. That's a cool one. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That is cool. Okay, nice. You got, uh, I, okay, I'm just going to rattle them off here and then yes. stop me if you hear any you like. So you got, there's that many. You got Bro Max, which is Mad Max. Yep. You got The Broad, which is the bride from Kill Bill. Um, oh. This is another really cool name, Double Bro 7. I'll take that. That's a good one. I'll give that Absolutely. to them. Uh, and then your favorite, The Broditor, which is the Predator. We've said his name twice now. We don't want to invoke him anymore because he will come here. No, if I say that name one more time, especially like but like the bro part of it is kind of frustrating like are these guys like in floral print shirts and like upside down you know visors and they're drinking bud lights or something <laughs> like that they're, they're not like new age university bros it's bros as in like yeah. muscled up oiled up like going into the jungle with a machine gun type bro like oh what's up bro oh, okay good i thought it was like, like the, the way professional that wrestlers I'm... say it oh that makes way more sense i was afraid i was gonna be like stuck at a dinner party with one of these guys that's going like <laughs> i totally believe all women but and you're like, oh crap! Like, oh, God. yeah. Each each of these characters are wearing uh, flip flops too. I don't know why they, they just got a bunch of slides on. What about men's rights? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> uh, what about men's rights? Um, you got uh, you got the broketeer or broketeer. 
for the Rocketeer. The Rocketeer. I like that one. Bro That's Hart. Good. Bro Hart. Yeah. Oh, Braveheart. Uh, okay, there's exactly so many, like, like between Brominator and Brodeter and Brohard and what was the last one? Brohard? Brohard. Yeah, it's like they're like family members or something like that. Like, yeah, like well, I the mean, same... they are. They basically are. The bros. Um, yeah. This is a good one, actually. Another good name, The Professional, Leon. Oh, Leon. Yeah, nice. You got Broden, who's Raiden from uh, Mortal Kombat. You've got oh, the Brolander. Oh, Brolander. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. could have been. Yeah, the Brolander from Highlander. You've got Dirty Brory, which is Dirty Harry. Nice. You've got yeah. Tank Bro, which is Tank Girl, but is Tank Bro. So I don't, that's a weird one. Uh, and Bro Lee. Tank Girl. Uh, the, uh, the, the old comic slash movie from the early 90s, Tank Girl. No. I actually don't know that one. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Well, maybe we have to watch it on this uh, podcast at some point. Uh, and then Broly, as in Bruce Lee. And that's yeah, Bruce Lee. Andrew. That's it. That's all you got. Those are the only characters. Well, Mikey, I don't know if you've, uh, just to make a small uh, change here, but like, are you going to watch the Bruce Lee 30 for 30 that's coming out uh, next week? With two 100%. Weeks Be Like Water, I think it's called. Be Like Water, yes. I'm excited for it. Very excited. You're excited for it? Oh, I'm totally excited for it. I think it's going to be great. Uh, I think 30, 30 for 30 has obviously got a role. Um, you know, I'm not interested in the Lance Armstrong one at all because he's just a real piece of shit. Uh, but uh, <laughs> like, I just, I just want to like make my opinion really clear here. Michael Jordan was interesting because Michael Jordan doesn't talk openly about his life. Whereas Lance Armstrong for the last 10 years would talk to whoever would listen about how he's sorry and everything else. I don't, I, you know what? He's a piece of garbage. You try to ruin people's life on his way uh and about like you know lying about his uh innocence which was just a lie and he tried to ruin people's professions on the way i don't want to hear this guy say i'm sorry no screw you you're doing very well you have millions of dollars still go screw yourself so so the fact that he said on the record i will not lie in this documentary didn't do it for you that didn't you yeah. know he hasn't made the, the the baby face turn for you yet no that doctor in masseuse that was on the team and he called her like a whore on and it was like he's just to, to like discredit her and like she was completely right and he was the piece of shit i'm like no nah, yeah. i'm tired of it. no no you're yeah i don't need to hear you go like i'm really sorry like yeah fuck off <laughs> yeah that's there fair. you go there's that's my fair. opinion on that yeah. i i will definitely be watching the bruce lee one and maybe we'll get uh amped yeah. up for it if we uh unlock bros lee or bro lee now the problem is we're not going to unlock half of these characters because they take some time but i will say when i went okay. back and or when i played this game for the first time i did unlock all the characters i beat this game 100 and as soon as i finished the game I started it right back from the beginning. That's how wow. much this game, uh, uh, I enjoyed it. It was developed by Free Lives, published by Devolver Digital. Digital. Um, it was greenlit, so Steam Greenlight. That's basically an early access thing as it's still in production. That was in 2013. It was officially given early access in 2014. And in 2014, it also released a tie-in to the movie The Expendables, and they called it The Expendabros. Um, so they were really cashing in on that. <laughs> Well, you know what? Like that game, that game and this movie, that movie and this game, excuse me, sound like they were built for each other. One hundred percent. It's a perfect tie-in. the The Expendables is a love letter to eighties and nineties action movies. The Expendables yeah. is a love letter to those as well, but in the form of a video game. So they're hand After. in hand. They're they're like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger and Predator, yeah. just hand in hand, muscle bound, oh. oiled up, wrapped around each other, like Arnie Hamer and Mark. Uh, Arnie Hamer. Army Hamer and oh my god, Henry Cavill. Jesus Christ, we said his name nine times you on this podcast. You know, it's Hammer, right? I thought it was Hammer. No, it's Hammer. 
I thought you were like, like how you're making your joke about your dick is a hammer. Like it's a hammer. Yeah, I was. And I thought I had to kind of massage that name to make it sound more like hammer. No. I always thought it was hammer. Okay, well, listen, we all live and learn. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> God, what is going on? You need to like talk to other people. You need to see other people, man. Like, no, don't I, I don't talk to a single person until you and I press record on this podcast. And that is it. <laughs> That's all I got for the world. I'm sorry. I keep it pent up. I save myself. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for saving yourself for me. Um, it's called the pent up cost of church. <laughs> it's a Bible. I, I can't wait to play. Uh, I can't wait to play this game. I, it sounds like it's right down our alley. And like, whereas like when we were playing Metal Slug last week, I, it was a lot about like what it could be. And, and even at that point, you felt it being a little winking at what side scrollers have been in the past and parts of that we really really loved uh as a concept this feels like a next evolution of it where you know it's it's even more refined from metal slug but also with the like winking references as clear by those incredibly witty names (laughs) yeah and so so witty and oh my god are they witty they must have put a ton of time They did. They absolutely did. Um, so just a quick uh, to say before we get into it, basically every level is you getting to the end, kicking the ass of the devil in a big suit who I guess uh, represents corporations or something. And then you plant the fucking American flag at the top of each level. <laughs> this could not be more like perfect. You're defeating Satan and planting the American flag. It's almost like you want Santa to come by and go, good job. And or something like that. You're like, Oh, great. <laughs> that is honestly there. It wouldn't surprise me if there were a joke in this game where Santa came by and like gave you a thumbs up and his shirt ripped and he just had this muscly <laughs> bicep and he was just like, all right, cool. Like that's the type of shit this game would do. It's very tongue in cheek. It's very self-aware. Uh, and I fucking, uh, I can't wait to go back to it. It's been years since I played this game and this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to hear it live. The first time I've gone back in quite a long time. Oh, I'm so excited to go play this game. Mikey. This is going to be great. Let's fucking do it, bro. Yeah. We'll do the scores when we get back. So let's go do a play this game. Okay. Bye. Bye. So you got this cool overworld. That's the thing that looks like Minecraft, which I really like. Yeah. You can kind of go through the city. I'm going to start at our headquarters. That's where you start in the United States of America. And it's telling me to fly all the way to somewhere I'm not sure where it is because I don't, I'm not good with maps. No, that's been established. You are bad with maps. Oh, it's Vietnam. It's Vietman instead of Vietnam, I think. I think that's what we're doing right now. Okay. It's so much more chunky and fast paced than Metal Slug. The thing is, though, I. Oh, there you go. I already unlocked someone. I unlocked Bromando. So now instead of being Rambro, I'm Bromando. And if I die as Bromando, I become Rambo again. That's kind of how this works. Okay. But it's it's kind of cool because like you can basically destroy all the environments and you get yourself in these situations where you can foreseeably like not be able to get back up. Yeah. Because you've like destroyed your way to get there. So I got an extra life now in Rambo. It's, it's funny because I was, I was complaining about how we didn't have an ability to shoot up in Metal Slug and how much that bothered me. And I didn't even realize you can't shoot up or down or diagonally in this game either. But I think because it's so much more fast paced, it's a lot easier to kind of do what you need to do. Oh shit. Yeah, so I just shot a bridge and prevented myself from getting over anywhere so that's yeah that's i was true. gonna say how are you supposed to get if up you there? hold if you hold right and up against a against a wall you'll climb it yeah i blew up the wall though Ooh, i got ba bro rackets 
So here's the thing. If you oh, get okay, stuck, continue to blow it up until you basically make yourself Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I, yep. Oh man, okay, I just died by jumping off a cliff. Which is honestly, wouldn't recommend it. Does not do too much for no, me. No, you don't think that's good, eh? No, my complexion's not great. I, uh, oh there, now I'm the universal broger. So you'll see these prisoners of war everywhere. You save them, the more you save, the more guys you get. I've already got Brodell Walker now. I got, I got- Oh wow, you're, himself. you're flying through this. Well, I have played the game and beaten it all completely, but each of the characters play very differently. They got different weapons, they've got different specials, and they have different taunts as well. If you press, if you press uh, V on your keyboard, you'll taunt. So like Brorakis will, he's got his flamethrower and he'll, he'll pump those arms. Like he means it, like he means business. Oh, and I just roasted okay. the devil. So I just roasted fun. the devil. Yeah. It's interesting because there's like a whole method of playing this game that's so different from a lot of other games that you play where you, you kind of screw yourself over by breaking down the environment and making your jumps a little bit more difficult oh, to hit go. because you, you literally make it so that you, you can't get an angle to like jump onto the next platform or something right. like that. But as long as you keep reminding yourself that you can constantly break down more barriers, you just gotta keep going with it. Like there's no way to really get yourself stuck, which is kind of an insane design element when you think about it, like how much effort they would have had to put in to ensure you can't like legitimately hamstring yourself to the point where you can't escape anymore. Oh yeah, I got Brohard now. I've got Brodel Walker now. Nice, okay, so you're catching up. Catching up. I got McBrover. And remember, X, X is throw a bomb. And McBrover has this one where he throws a uh, turkey with dynamite in it, and it attracts all the enemies, and they come swarming to it. Ah. Oh. And then it and then it explodes. It's kind of like that. Uh, what was that uh, pipe bomb in Left 4 Dead, where it attracts oh, yeah. everyone and then it explodes on them? Right, right, right. Yes, that's exactly it. Unsurprisingly, Brohard might be my favorite one. Brohard's great. The John McClane, just, Andrew, for those of you who don't know, fucking loves Die Hard, obviously. Who doesn't? Yeah. He's a very original baby boy, Andrew is. I was going to say, it's quite possibly the greatest action movie of all time, so I just... I don't know. I I liked Love in the Time of Cholera. Oh, I yeah, I was going to say, second was English Patient, but that was... Uh... <laughs> and welcome back to the Retrograde. What's up, bro? Sit your ass down and let me teach you a lesson about American patriotism. I'm gonna climb my way to the top of this goddamn island Minecraft-looking motherfucking level, and I'm gonna kick the Satan-ass devil right in his fucking face, plant the American flag right in his tiny little pretty cute, nice-smelling asshole, fly <laughs> oh, away on a helicopter and think about that butt for the rest of my goddamn life. That's a couple weeks in a row of just some serious ass-eating talk. Um, <laughs> isn't well, that is the podcast. That's what our podcast is about now. Well, exactly. And we we hear it from the D-pads all the time. More ass-eating content. Please more, talk more, about more, eating more, ass more. more. Okay. All right. Fine. You have us. Here right. it is. My arm. Twisted. Here it is. Yeah, my rubber arm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know, what's weird with the devil, though, is that the devil is at the top of every level, like, or at the end of every level. Yes. Yeah, he's the easiest character to defeat. Like, it's so odd. He has no Listen, attack. I think what they're trying to tell you is that uh, usually the man at the top is a little toothless once all his little cronies are out of the way. Oh, yeah. that is a metaphor. Now, Broforce is nothing if not poetic. And I think that goes without saying. I think that's true. You know what's so funny? It's, I, I, I want it. So the game was very interesting. Let's just start with that. It's I want to give it a lot of credit for like this 
over-the-top American flag. Like, the whole logo is an American flag metallic eagle. Um, yeah. And it's on fire, and it's bro force. Here we go. And so you're like, oh, it knows. It knows it's in on the joke. Yeah. But then makes kind of like a kind of a fun kick-assy like side-scrolling thing. And you're like, I don't know if they're in on the joke. Maybe they're just like, this fucking is awesome. Why no. don't you do this more often? I, I mean, I think it's an element of like, we look back on those movies from the 80s and 90s and we know how absurd it is. But there's also this feeling of kind of like, it was kind of fun though. It was kind of fun to watch someone like walking around with a machine gun, carrying the bullets like Rambo, just fucking mowing yeah. down an entire jungle full of people. Like there yeah. was, there was a, a part of that that was almost unironically fun. We've become so aware of how cliche it is that it's not enjoyable in the same way. But in talking about it or celebrating it ironically, I think there is a level of, of, of sincere enjoyment that comes out as a result. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I get, I get that. I get that. It's just like, it's like a goddamn like monster energy drink or an old spice ad, like, Oh yeah. One, you know? Well, see, that's another like old spice ads, I think were purposely over the top, but in doing so, we're also kind of good. Like, like it kind of worked in, in that same way yeah. where they went so far one direction that it was like, all right, I, I like that. Um, now, Andrew, what, uh, you know, usually what we do when we both played these games is we give these games reviews, uh, as they stand in the, or as we, as we remember them and then we play them and review them as they stand in the modern day. Obviously we couldn't do that this time because you don't have an experience of it playing it back no. in the day, but especially with a more modern game, what we like to do is give a rating of what we think we would have rated it back in the day and then rated right. as it stands up. Now I myself played it, I think in 2015, so I'm not that far removed from it. Um, yeah. So I think I'm also going to review it as I think I would have appreciated it as a kid uh, and kind of join you on those reviews. But before we do that, Andrew, initial thoughts, what do you, what do you think about this? Uh, it's, it's fun. Like it's in on the joke. Uh, it is a little different of a side scroller than one would be used to. Um, there is more level height at any one time and choice in the way you, um, meander through the level. Like you can go up and down the whole time and trying to knock out every opponent and get every, uh, hero back from, uh, being a POW, you know, whereas old side scrollers, it's just like, you can't turn backwards and there's one line and you can get across, you know? So it's, it's a lot of fun. The graphics aren't over the top. Like it's not like metal slug where I think metal slug graphics are better. Like, I think it's like, I, I think it was like, there's more detail in the characters. There's more animations in the characters for sure. This was more like straight pixel. They don't really have faces. They yeah. just have a little dot. It's kind of purposely, you know, looks like it mixes uh, an yeah. 8-bit aesthetic with the current or at that time current trend of going Minecrafty and blocky. So they kind of merged what was trendy at the time in 2014 with what would have been trendy back in the day, which is super pixelated graphics. Uh, and I think that was a pretty good choice. I agree with you that I think metal slug looks more impressive. Like it's more in terms of like, these are being good graphics. Yes, they're better graphics, yeah. but I, I also understand that Broforce made a choice to look like that. Uh, and then it's just a matter of preference. What do you like better? Oh, no, for sure. I, I'm just trying to say, like, on the surface, it's trying to do such an homage that it just, just like, it's not like you play and go, like, oh, this is from 2014. I get that. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because it's being so trying to be authentic to a period in which it's from. Yeah. Or yeah, try to, you know, imitate. 
Whereas Metal Slug was trying very hard to appear beyond its means. Yes, exactly. Uh, this was trying to appear well before uh, it would have had the means to, to actually pump some right. serious graphics into this. Just like all the main characters would have been pumping some fucking iron before climbing up to the top of that mountain, planting a flag in that cute little devil's asshole. Fuck um, yes. And fuck you, devil. <laughs> now, we were playing this on uh, on PC because currently it's available on Xbox Game Pass as if you have the Ultimate Game Pass uh, where, so you, that you can play it on your PC as yep. well. I prefer playing this game with a controller. We were not playing with oh. it, uh, it with a controller this time. I got used to it. It was fine. But there is that element of familiarity and what that does to your dexterity when you're playing with a controller. But in terms of how it controlled otherwise... If you can imagine playing it with a controller, what did you think about just the the ebb and flow of this game? It's kind of like a 50-50 split here. The one of the one of the pros, let's just go with a pro and con list. That's a better yeah. explanation. In one of the pros, there are many different characters that handle very differently and do different things. Uh they have different guns. They have one has a sword, one has explosives, one shoots a grenade launcher, one shoots, you know, uh Uzis. Uh that's a pro, right? But on the con side of it, you really there's no feel there's no flow to this game because you're constantly switching out new characters then going oh crap what's this one because it goes going back to the other thing you have your little box describing who it is but just looking at the character and it switches every time that you like save somebody or you know die you have to go like wait who the hell is this and then you know there was many times where like by the time i was like oh i'm a guy for i'm dead okay (laughs) um you know like so that's like there's a pro there's a con you know what i mean i I think it handles pretty well i think it's really creative in the destruction of the environment and kind of working your way through the environment i would have uh i worked myself into a hole a couple of times so i probably would have appreciated (laughs) like a double jump or shooting up or something like that like shooting up would have eliminated because you can climb all the walls and stuff like that but um i think it handled overall pretty pretty well yeah, I, I it's funny because the thing that you think is the con is something that I actually really like about this game. I, I sure. first of all, I'll say that I love the fact that this game works in in a couple different ways. It, if you want to play it as a fast paced run and gun, get to the end as fast as you can. It's super fun to play it that way. And it suits that play style. If you want to explore and unlock all of the hostages and make sure you're getting all the, the upgrades and characters, uh, you can play it that way as well. You can go super slow and clear out every level bit by bit. Now, one one thing I do love about uh, the fact that every time you find a new prisoner of war, which is your essentially your unlockables to to get new characters Mm -hmm. or uh, die and come back as a different character is that kind of frenetic momentum and pace that it adds to it. It's like if you're not up to figuring it out on the fly and adapting your play style right there, getting a a level up or a a new character is almost a bad thing because you can find Mm -hmm. yourself very quickly playing from a different distance, whereas Blade, for example, needs to be up close and personal. You can, uh, as Rambo, be really far away and shoot people from the other side of the map. Those sorts of things require you to constantly be paying attention. And as someone uh, like myself, who's played through the whole thing and beaten it, I might add, um, I found that you do get more and more used to it if you want to be. If you're not looking to play it like that and you don't like the fact that it's constantly going to be changing and in order to get new lives, you have to get the prisoners of war. Uh, which then changes your play style and your weapons, then yeah, I can I can see that this might not be for you. But I thought it was a unique take on, on you know, in Contra, when you get a weapon upgrade, that's your new weapon. In this, you get a new character. And that that's, uh, it's it's a unique 
uh, twist on it that I enjoyed quite a bit. It's definitely unique. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd rather, and if you're going to go back and make a game that has hypothetically been made before many, many times, why not take swings with making it, with yeah. making it unique yeah, yeah. and making it your own? I totally get that. I just found that, you know, in our time of playing it, it, it was choppy because of that, where you're like, sure. oh crap, right? Or like, you know, just having to like, in a game where moving fast is kind of fun and everything's exploding around you, I had to stop and go like, uh, okay, how do I do this? How do I do this? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I really like that part of it though. And obviously it's very aware of the brand and the genre in which it exists, you know? Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of one of its strengths. True. True. Um, so do you want to then maybe say, let, let's go into it then. What, what would you, sure. if you were playing this game as a little baby dinky donkey, Andy, Oh, for love of crap. and you, dinky and donkey. you were, dinky donkey Andy and you were just clip clopping along to your basement to flip on your game station yeah you're a donkey now um uh, yeah <laughs> was it like a Pinocchio situation where I had too much fun and they turned me into a donkey Andrew it is exactly a Pinocchio situation you are a donkey now you have a big wooden nose and when you lie well your nose grows and that rhymes and that means it's a bad thing oh um so you turn on this console, Andrew, oh. Andrew, I'll call you Andrew fine for this time. What do you think? Like, are you, are you enjoying this game as a kid? You're going to so rate this out of four. Okay. So here, okay. <laughs> I, I want to make this incredibly clear. I like this game. This game's a lot of fun, but based on the premise of this podcast, I have to rank this on based on what I thought as a kid yes. playing this game. Yes. Well, here's the thing. When you do meta fun, new things, by trying to make it authentically 8-bit, um, and I'm a kid, I don't get that. Like, I'm not right, like, right. you know, I'm not like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, The homage oh, is lost on you. There's no oh, totally. sense of homage, yeah. They made it worse so that it gives an homage to an older <laughs> game. Like, I'm not like, yeah, sweet. So I'm actually going to give this a medium score. Hold with me because I did like this game and, and I'll show that in the current grade. But I'm going to give this a two out of four because as a Whoa. kid, I'm not sure I would have appreciated this for what it was trying to do. This is a very adult and like in the know thing. If you had shown this person this game to somebody that does not like action movies, I bet you they'd be like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I don't think they would fully appreciate it. And as a little child, I did like action movies, but I was pretty stupid. And I don't think I really would have like gone for like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah. I see it. Yeah. Because also hypothetically, I'm playing this at a time where games are trying to advance so far ahead of its ahead of what was available that they were screwing up that way, not by going backwards. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So I'm going to give us a two out of four just with the appendium of saying, Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I, to me, what I like most about this game is not the icing on top of it. it it's not that, uh, that veneer of eighties action movie. I love that. I think that adds to it, but I actually really, yeah. really like the gameplay. And because of that, if I were to play this game as a kid at the same time that I was playing, you know, the Contras and metal slugs of the world, mm. I would have really liked it. I especially would have liked the fact that it's not as hard as those games. So I think uh, as the little uh, kid playing this with the forgiving, like you and I talk about how putting quarters in the machine and games that were balanced in terms of their difficulty on getting yeah. quarters out of your pocket and into their machine. Yeah. We hate that. This hate game that. was 
obviously balanced uh, in the direction of just making sure you weren't being a fucking idiot uh, to get to the end. Because like you could pretty easily get through the different sections and the, there were checkpoints around and it didn't really feel frustrating when you died. It just felt, yeah, I could do better. And that fairness is something that I think I was also looking for back as a kid. So as a kid, I'm I'm rating this one a three and a half out of four. Like I think this Whoa. one, I think this one holds up with the bangers of the 2D side-scrolling shooter games. And I think it's a pace that I that I wouldn't have had back then either. Yeah, but you think you would have been as a kid, like, oh, this looks great. Like I I love, you know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know really- that I was as I was I don't know that I was as concerned with that as a kid. Um. Like, put it this way. I I don't want to tip my hand too much in case we do any of these games, but there are side-scrolling shooting games that I would give a four to. Now, the one thing that I think that would prevent Mm. me from enjoying this game more is the fact that it isn't as creatively designed, for example, as a Contra. I think Contra is a a much better designed game. It's much more imaginative. Metal Slug is a more imaginative game in terms of its design. Um, So that is one of the things that's preventing it. But in terms of the gameplay, this would have been such a breath of fresh air for me to play as a kid because I'm not constantly worried about dying and starting back at the beginning. Uh, that's, that's I, 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 on that side of it, I totally get that. I really yeah. do. This was built with the understanding that you were going to play it on your computer or on a console and you could replay it really fast and fast and fast right. and fast instead yeah. of having to put in more quarters. Like it's yeah. aware that you're like, oh, you're going to die. You get one shot, but you're right back in there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I totally, I totally get that. I just don't know if, I think we're judging this from a 2020 angle of like what we would appreciate uh, in a game. Like this whole game is based on this like wink in joke. And I just don't know if we would have appreciated the same way. That's all I'm saying. So I see, I, I, the, the one way I disagree with you there is that I think you could make the argument that if you released Contra today, mm-hmm. there would be an understanding that it was so self-aware and over the top that it was in on the joke, but it still worked as its own game back then because I didn't care about self-awareness. It was just, is this game good? I loved the design of it, but I don't think missing that joke, it going over my head would have affected my enjoyment to the point of me saying it's only a two and a half or, or a three. I think ultimately what I was, what I was concerned about was, is the game fun? Does it control? Well, um, is the difficulty getting in the way and yeah. none of those things uh, 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 raise any flags for me in this game, especially as I imagine I would have played it as a kid. Yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. So for my two and your three and a half, that's five and a half out of eight. And we go now to what we think of it in our current scores and our current bodies and our current lives and our current mm. minds. Ooh, our feels big, good. Beautiful brains. Oh, I'm grown boy. Now I just had a growth spurt. I'm so old. You call yourself a grown boy. I'm a grown boy. I you didn't get go with up adult every morning, go into the bath with my rubber ducky that has also seen some shit. Yeah. I wash behind my ears, get my mom to kiss my little tush, make sure it's clean, Ew. brush my teeth, get all the way back downstairs, get the breakfast my mom made for me. I say yeah. goodbye, get her on both cheeks, catch the school bus, go into work, put in a solid three hours, then nap time, then Wait. snack time. <laughs> and then what? Well, sorry. You take the school bus to work? I take the school bus to work. Yeah, I'm a teacher. And it's just <laughs> it's it's really convenient for me. I just hop on with the kids. Uh they make me sit at the front of the bus because the back of the bus is where the cool kids sit yeah. and they don't want me narking on them all day long. Are you trading your lunch that your mom made you for something else? 
I'm trading it for Pokemon cards left, right, and center, Ooh, baby. Yeah, Little Billy yeah, Elliot yeah. in my class, not the Billy Elliot you're thinking oh, of. I was gonna say the ballerina. <laughs> he does. He is a dancer, but it's not that Billy Elliot. Are you sure it's not that Billy Elliot? Honestly, I've asked him, and he always tells me, "Shh, shh, no." And he's whispering, so I know he's telling the truth. It's not him. But he's, he's winking got, constantly. He's always winking. He's always yeah. actually in the show. They call him a wink, don't they? Or no, a poof. They call him a poof. Yeah, yeah. That is a, a British slang that is possibly offensive for a gay person. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely offensive. I do not <laughs> believe in that word. I'm just that is the word that they use in the movie. Um, okay, Mikey got canceled on this episode. Cool. Um, but anyway, Billy Elliot. I wasn't saying it. Those young British bullies were. I just want to make that incredibly clear. <laughs> to my good friend, Billy Elliot, yes. who I love so much. Not like that. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Double cancels. Uh, yeah. William, William Elliot, your friend. Little Lily, Willie Ellie. Uh, yeah. And uh <laughs> So, you know what? Let's, let's, uh, we digress. We're, we're both grown boys now and we play these games with grown boy mentalities, grown boy beards, uh, grown boy existential crises, midlife crises, uh, raging in our veins. So we love an excuse to look back at the past to the times that were more simple in the eighties and nineties when we could enjoy these movies. But Andrew, what do you think about, uh, about taking the same sort of backwards looking thought on, uh, on this game? Did it work for you? Yeah, you know what? It is it is a fun game. Like the, the I all those check marks of like the genre homages and and I just it checks all my boxes. I love action movies. I think this is a great idea for a game. Uh I don't think it's I don't think it's a perfect game. Like I I don't appreciate uh 8-bit style like that as much. Um like I, I in a lot of ways making independent games 8-bit style like this is like how you shoot horror movies in the dark. You do sure, it because sure, sure, it's sure. hard to make big flashy games. And if we yep. could, we'd be doing that, but yeah. it's a kind of a, a clutch. Like it's like, uh, you know, found footage for, for, uh, a horror movie. It's just right. easier cause it's cheaper to make. And, and, you know, we created a new genre. So I really do th- like it, but it's kind of hard to go like, yeah, what a, what a Marvel to look at. Like what right. an experience to play that right. game, you know, but it's a ton of fun. The controls totally work. It keeps you on your toes with new stuff happening all the time. Um, unless the game dramatically changes halfway through, uh, the levels it, do it feel, doesn't. it doesn't No, the levels do feel a little similar. Let's say like there yep. is a pattern to them. Yep. So, um, I am, oh, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm kind of between a three and a three and a half. Uh, ah, oh, I'll just give it a three and a half. It was fun to play. Nice. People should Good. play it. It's fun. Yeah, I I like that score. I think I think the the defining trait of this game or the aura surrounding this game is just a a very clear awareness of everything it's doing. Um mm-hmm. I agree with you. It would be way more difficult to design this as a modern, you know, with AAA graphics and all that, yeah. and that's why they don't do it. Um, it works for me the way the way that they uh, designed it, and they kind of you know focus their assets on what sort of designs and game types they could do, knowing uh, what assets they had. Um, that said, this game has a way of being again aware, not just in terms of its '80s and '90s over the top, hyper masculine aesthetic. It also is aware of what made side scrolling shooting games fun, and it found a way to blend a modern element of destructible environments into the game that I hadn't seen right. before. 
And all the things that it kept from that bygone era of side-scrolling shooters were good things to keep. And all the things they added were good things to add. The pacing, the character changes, the climbing the walls, the agility, the like the frames per second, all this stuff were those were good choices. And you know, their their decision to not allow you to shoot up or down kind of worked given the fact that they made your character a lot more maneuverable in those situations. So it was it it it, it didn't even feel like the negative elements of those those era of shooters where you can't shoot mm-hmm. up and down or diagonal or whatever affected this that much. I think it was it's a brilliantly crafted game. It's such a good way to experience what you remembered side scrolling games being without going back and actually having to deal with those tropes of the easy deaths and this and that. I'm giving this one a three and a half out of four as well. Yeah. I could easily see someone giving it a different score, but for me, the way that it kind of works with games that I love and games that I remember uh, and, and brings me back without, it's almost like it allows you to revisit the past with rose colored glasses where it kind of like blurs out all of the, the, issues with uh what those games used to have and and it does it in a really fun way i'm i love this game i can't really say i blame you i think it's a fun game it's a unique take on kind of a tired trope so like yeah. I, I think people should definitely go out and, and try it and it's currently on game pass right now so please check it out um our two three and a half gets us to a seven we had a five and a half in our previous score so that gets us 12 and a half at a 16 i, I love it i i think that's totally fair yeah i, I think score. that i think i i I can't imagine it getting much more uh, unless it were like two of me reviewing this game. Like, I feel like this is made for me. Like it's, it's perfect. It's bite sized It came at a time when I was finally getting back into those, uh, those, those kind of side scrolling vintage indie games, like rediscovering my love for them, similar to the Metroidvania games that we always talk about. Um, So I, I, man, I, I like that you were there to kind of ground it. You know, maybe you don't enjoy it as, as a young kid, so it has that kind of blemish on its score, but I'm glad to see you've come around on it and you enjoyed it. I I guarantee you us playing couch co-op on that game. We would a hundred percent it in one sitting. Like that's oh, how yeah. much fun we would have with yeah. it. Well, we can't wait to one day uh, when we're allowed yeah. to sit on the same couch together. Uh, but we, with that being said, I hope everyone is safe out there. I hope everyone's sane out there. Um, and to all the D pads that's uh you know, are noticing all the turmoil around the world. We hope that uh, you were staying safe, but to keep up the good fight and uh, fight for what's right. No justice, no peace. We love every single one of you. We love you, D-Pads, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Game over. Feel free to review the podcast. Feel free to review the podcast on your platform of choice, and you may hear your review featured on a future episode. Subscribe, like, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Listen direct and find our show notes at theretrogradepod.com. Join us on Facebook or on Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. Or Twitter at RetrogradePod. And you can always send us an email at theretrogradepodcast at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this, make sure you let your player two know it. <laughs> if you enjoyed this, make sure to let your player two know to give us a listen. Let's play again next week. D-Pat, no, that sounds so dumb with a pause. What is wrong with me? Am I have a head injury? Let's play again next week, D-Pads. Fuck it, that sounded good. Sow. Doesn't matter. Sow? Oh, like a cow? Yeah. No, sows are pigs, Mikey. <laughs>